Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Bond with Event presents Let's Address It, a podcast dedicated to bonding veterans with our community in an effort to protect our women and kids. Here we will be discussing the issues in our urban culture and ways we can come together and address these problems. You can hear the show every Sunday at 7 p.m. on all platforms. You can also log on to www.bondwithavet.org for more information on how to get involved. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everybody doing well out there in the radio world. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Bond with the Vet, you know, where we bring community issues and, and different levels of, of things that we're dealing with of, of amongst our people, and we just try to address it to see if we can come up with a solution for all these problems. On today's episode, you know, our main focus is going to be Nonprofit organizations, um, basically minority nonprofit organizations, and just you know talking about the, the different things that that comes with uh, creating and and starting and and running your own nonprofit organization. We're going to have a special guest. We're going to have a uh, Dr. Rowe. You know, we we go phone her. You know, in the middle of this session, we go give her a call and you know let her talk a little bit more about what she does for us, the nonprofit community, the minority nonprofit community. And she, she's a real big help. Um, she, she helps a lot of people, you know, far as obtaining their goals and, and getting things accomplished within a nonprofit organization community. Cause the, the barriers that minorities have to face, you know, people really don't realize that because a nonprofit is not like, a, a hot topic. Everybody's not concerned with, you know, creating or starting or running or, you know, being a founder or president or anything dealing with a nonprofit, you know, on the outside looking in, people really just see, you know, what what's put out there and what's presented. They don't know about, you know, the bylaws and, you know, having, having your, your business plan and your, your budgeting plan and, you 
having your board members and, and and your board members really is the main focus of your nonprofit because that what keeps the wheels turning and you know it, it's hard trying to find good solid board members when it comes to a nonprofit because your board members have to have the same vision that you have so if you guys are not sharing the same vision then really it won't work anyway because it, it takes a, a cycle of things getting done and being accomplished in order to make your nonprofit run and work. So today we, we go just talk about some of the, the small dilemmas that comes with um, a nonprofit and me creating bond with the vet, you know, I, I ran into my obstacles and I ran into my dilemmas. And when we, when we talk about paperwork and, and money, like, you know, man, you got to pay the IRS for this and you got to pay for that and you need this paperwork and that paperwork. And, you know, e even when it comes down to the smaller things like a business account, you know, through your bank, like when, when you're dealing with a nonprofit, you have to do different things. They require different paperwork and uh, different verbiage, you know, just to create an account. You know, when I started my regular business, it was simple as walking to the bank and telling them I wanted to open up a business account and, and be done with it. It's not that simple with a nonprofit. Like, you know, they, they, they want to see it all. They want, you know, are, are you tax exempt? You know, is your EIN number? Everything has to match across the board. Like if it's the slightest, you know, one piece of paperwork says this and another piece of paperwork says that, uh, you, you can forget about it. You might as well just go ahead and start over from the beginning and, and just, handle it the best way you can because it will frustrate you trying to, you know, create a nonprofit organization. But the bigger issue is we need nonprofit organizations. Our community is in desperate need of, of organizations to be out here, you know, helping reshape, rebuild and remold our communities. And basically the, the purpose of a nonprofit is just simply to offer help and assistance to people in need but to also phase itself out. But in order to offer, you know, assistance to the people in need, you have to have your bases and your end covered with, with, with the legal paperwork and, you know, make sure all your, your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and make sure everything is in line in order for you to even begin to start re receiving, you know, uh, sponsorships, uh, receiving grants, receiving backing from, you know, your, your local community, um, having donors and, you know, being able to allot money to go for, for this cause and a lot money to go for that cause. So if your nonprofit is not 100% together, meaning you don't have your IRS paperwork, you, you don't, you don't have your incorporation paperwork, you're not registered with, with, with your state, you're not federally regulated, just all the things that come with within that. And, and also depending on the different area of nonprofit organization that you want to go. And what I mean by that, you know, you got nonprofits that, you know, feed the needy. You got nonprofits that offer shelter and housing for, for women and men. And you got nonprofits who, who do disaster relief. You got nine. I mean, you, you got a nonprofit for everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything, but you also have to make sure your paperwork is lined up for, for that specific cause. So what we're going to do, um, 
I know you guys really want to know the odds and ends, and you know we we can get into that. But we 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 go reach out to Doctor Rowe and, and kind of see if we can get her on the phone, ask her a few questions, let her give you her insight on, you know, what it is to run a, a nonprofit and be involved in a nonprofit and just the experiences she had, and and, and hopefully you know with, with that we can kind of gauge and and, and learn a, a little more about the nonprofit sector, because like I said, it, it, it's, it's very, it, it, it's definitely a, 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 a strenuous thing. We hope to be able to get her on the line. Hey, Dr. Rowe, how you doing? This is Mr. Gibson with Bond with the Vet. We got you on live podcast, and we was reaching out and get a little insight with you. You doing all right today? Oh, I'm doing great. Can you hear me good? Yes, I can. Okay, so we was just talking about, you know, different aspects of a nonprofit organization, you know, as far as creating, as far as going about doing things in your community with your nonprofit. Uh, We was talking about a little bit of, you know, just, just how to, to form and build a nonprofit. But I also wanted to get into a couple of things that, that you specialize in. And when I say specialize from what I've seen, like you a great help to the minority nonprofit organization group. And we just want to get your input on, you know, the nonprofits and things. So, so my first question to you is, you know, what, what made you decide to, to take on this, this group thing and create something for the minority nonprofits? to create something for minority nonprofits because the need is desperately there. Um, I recognize that a lot of people have different things within the nonprofit sector that they're needing help with or they are either unaware of. And I wanted to create this space for us as African-Americans, people of color um, who identify themselves as black to be able to have a safe space so we can come together and start addressing the issues that we have been facing for years, you know, within the nonprofit sector. So Blacks and Nonprofit aims to do just that, and we have been doing it. Um, it's been amazing uh, over the last eight weeks to see the amount of people that have come together literally all across the world to make this happen. So it's, it's a, a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a community where you can really get any and everything you need for a nonprofit. Um, I've asked a couple questions and got the answers and the responses that I was looking for. People are eager to help. Um, I had a gentleman way in Hawaii, you know, I posed the question and, you know, he was way in Hawaii. He uh, sent me his number on, in, in a direct message and I called him and he basically ran it down to me exactly what I needed to do before I do it because he said he seen that, I was about to lose a lot of money investing in something that I really didn't need to invest in. And I was just like, man, you know, if it wasn't for this group, I would have really been out of luck on that money. Cause I was about to, you know, pull the trigger and just go ahead and pay for the, uh, the little thing that they was offering. And, and b- before I posed the question on, on that social media site, you know, luckily I did. And, and he was able to guide me and give me the guidance to, you know, keep me from having to spend that money on something that I really didn't need to spend money on. So with that said, how do you feel like minorities and nonprofits are being portrayed? Because me, 
as a, a African-American male, number one, also as a young male, I'm considered a young male because I'm 40 years old, but you know, the things I experienced in, in nonprofit organizations, you know, we, we, we kind of already know the disconnect between, you know, black African-Americans and the rest of the world, but you, you never think that you will see this type of stuff when dealing with an organization that's really trying to help the people, but we still get backlash. We still get kind of, you know, swept under the rug and overlooked and things like that. So how, how do you feel about those type of situations? Types of situations, that's why we're trying to come together as African-Americans to rewrite our narrative. If we don't start taking action now, then we won't see the results later for future generations. So it's up to us to start to come together to begin to trust each other again, to have these relationships that's established. Like you just mentioned, you wouldn't have been able to even know you have a brother in Hawaii that's willing to reach out and help you if you didn't, you know, reach out and say that you needed help. So it takes everyone being honest with themselves and being transparent to say, hey, you know, I don't have the answers as, you know, this nonprofit leader, but I'm willing to put myself out there and say, I need help. And then it's up to, you know, your other fellow brothers and sisters to say, hey, I recognize that he needs help. So if I have this answer, I'm willing to provide it and not charge you for information that I can give to you, you know, as a hand me up and say, yeah, I got you, brother. I'm willing to help you with this information so you can be successful. I, I tuned into your, your live that you did with, with the group of ladies that you had. Um, was, was that Sunday night or Monday? I'm, I'm mixed up on my days, but I, I know you did. Um, a, that's Sunday night. Okay. That Sunday was Sunday night. night. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you had, four other women on, on, on your panel and, and the discussions and the topics you guys was having, you know, it, it was very interesting. And I was taking notes, you know, just listening to the views of, of you know, what, what your panel was saying and the topics you guys was discussing. And one of the main things that stuck out to me that you guys was talking about is, you know, nonprofits being able to stand on a word, meaning, you know, if you're a nonprofit organization and you're aimed to do something and, you're promising this to the community and you're promising that to the community, then let's make sure that happens. Let, let's make sure we stand on our word and do what we came to do. Because what I'm noticing is a lot of, you know, African-Americans don't support other African-Americans in the nonprofit sector due to the lack of trust, which you guys, you know, spoke about. So how can we go about, you know, reshaping and rebuilding that? Because, it's not just the nonprofit sector. A, a lot of that comes from, you know, trust and doing business with the African-American culture, period. So how can we, you know, kind of get that out the way and, and get people to focus on what we really need to focus on as opposed to always questioning the motives of the organization? You know, the first step is for, again, everyone has to take a realistic look at themselves and say, what can they do as a person to begin to shift their mindset and their um, perspective? Uh, You may have had bad experiences, you know, dealing with your counterparts, um, whether it's nonprofit business or whether it's a for-profit business. And uh, the truth of the matter is a lot of people have bad taste from, you know, buying stuff or experiencing um, business 
interactions with uh, other African Americans, but that does not have to continue to be, you know, our narrative. We just have to, um, you know, commit to being different, you know, commit to saying yes to uh, change. And yes, that does take, you know, more than one person on each effort, because of course, if, if you are the person that's saying, okay, I'm going to support a black business, but then you go to, you know, the black business and they don't, you know, give you the level of excellence that you may, you know, be expecting that takes a two part. So we have to, you know, as business owners that's providing this, you know, um, support or the product, we have to hold them accountable at the same time to, you know, be available, you know, to have websites that work, you know, if you're going to send people to it, you know, hold yourself higher standards as the business owners that's providing the services to everyone. So it's a two part, you know, if we're going to come together as a whole to start um, seeing this difference take place and being willing to give it another shot, you know, yeah. just because you have one bad experience doesn't mean that every last experience that you're going to continue to have will be the same, you know, um, way. Yeah. I know, um, you know, during, during the conversation you guys was having on a live, you know, after it was all over, me and a couple of guys sat around and, you know, we, we kind of, you know, analyze what we just heard, you know, what, what you guys were discussing. And, and I posed the question to them, you know, what do you feel like it is causing the disconnect between our communities and our organization as to where I, you know, black people won't support black nonprofit organizations. And one of the guys on the board brought up a very, very good point that I never really took the time to understand and realize until he explained it. And the way he explained it was like, you know, you have to understand churches are considered nonprofit organizations and churches, you know, we have a lot of people in the community, you know, pouring into the churches, tithing and offerings and, you know, just giving to the churches. And we, when we speak about churches, we're not talking about all churches, but we do have some churches that don't support or, or add any value to the local communities. So when people see that, it's like, okay, you know, we, we've been tithing and we've been paying our offerings and things like that, but we're not seeing anything being done within the community or we're not seeing anything being done to the people who really needs help and the church can't offer that help. So where's the money going or what is going on? So now people have a bad taste in their mouth about nonprofit organizations because the way a particular church may have handled a situation or something like that. So now when a regular nonprofit, profit organizations such as myself or anybody else want to go into the community and do something. It's like, we have to rebuild that trust all over again because they have a bad taste in their mouth far as, you know, being shut down or being told no, or nothing is being done in a community. And you have a church right here on this same corner and nobody's involved in the community. So now they looking at all nonprofits the same way they looking at the nonprofit through this church. Do, do you see an issue with that? I mean, every nonprofit is going to stand alone in its own entity. So, you know, it's just like saying that, you know, a murder is the same as another murder and their murder, what they did to, you know, get sentenced is totally different. So we have to, you know, hold each nonprofit accountable. 
and not say that just because this one particular church didn't do something in the community, there's tons of churches, you know, all across the world that are doing amazing things in the community. So let's not focus on the ones that are not. And, And if we do focus on the ones that's not, maybe we go to the pastor and say, you know, hey, pastor, what are some ways, you know, us as, you know, a community can help you to, you know, step up in the community. These are some of the things that this community needs. What can we do to work together to, you know, provide some solutions? We're so quick as African-Americans to, you know, down the next person, but we don't know what exactly they have going on, you know? And even as a church, they may be struggling just because they're a nonprofit. They may be struggling. My grandfather's church struggled. And even though his wasn't a nonprofit, but you know, if the members don't have, you know, enough money to contribute, mm-hmm. he had a smaller church. So, um, you know, the members was limited as to the income that he can bring in, but he still did the best that he could to keep the lights on and keep his members happy and, and still try to reach out to the community. Yeah. So you never know, you know, what is behind the scenes. All we can do is just try to reach out and uh, try to be a solution, you know, and, and give to the churches that are giving back, you know, try to step up and do what we can do to continue the work that they are already doing in the community, you know? Yeah. And and that's why, you know, I'm so grateful that I I came across the group and and the organization that you formed, that you formed, I'm sorry, because it it is really, really, I I don't really think you understand how much of a help you, you really are to, the people out here in the world that that's been dealing with nonprofit issues or being trying to get, you know, they 501c approved and don't know how, or being looking for grants and couldn't find grants. And now, you know, they have access to grant writers. They have access to people who's done work at the IRS. that can help them with their 501c and they just, you know, learning so much. And I'm seeing every day, you know, when, when I checked the, the, the site and, and, you know, it's like every day now, you know, somebody's posting, oh, I, I got my 501c approval and this and that, you know, and it, it just makes me grateful to see that it, it's so many people out there that, that stuck to their guns and, and, and really proceeded to do what they needed to do in order to get their nonprofit form the correct way. Because it was a lot of folks out there before this group that, that was really being led by the blind and, and was wondering why their stuff wasn't getting approved and why they had to go through this loop or that loop is because, you know, everybody was trying to freestyle and, and do this stuff the best way they know how, you know, of course, looking up YouTube videos and Googling things, but then this group come along and it's like, you have so many positive people with experience in that group that there's just, I'm talking about throwing out tons and tons of information to people and people are receiving that information and, and we, we, we build in nonprofits at a, a strong number. And I just want to, again, say thank you for creating that. But I do want to ask you, what do you, like, what is one of your main issues you have with running the uh, BIN group? I wouldn't really say it's an issue, but um, of course you have to have the, you know, proper structure. Anytime you have something that grows, you know, at a fast rate, 
So, you know, we're experiencing a rapid amount of growth every week. The group literally grows by like a thousand people. So when you have a thousand people that's new, joining something that they may not have known, sometimes they get invited by their friends. You know, we do invite a friend on Friday. So we constantly have a new flow of people. And with a new flow of people that comes different mindsets, different spirits, different, you know, reasons why they're in the group. So for me, the challenge is to constantly, um, you know, make aware of my vision, to make aware of the, you know, atmosphere and keep it on a positive note to keep the vibe and the group flowing, um, you know, freely and um, keeping everybody aware of, you know, the expectations of it, that we are, you know, rewriting this narrative. And it's not just one person. It takes everybody, you know, contributing and uh, making a difference. So if there are, you know, little disagreements, it's okay to disagree, but it's not okay to be disrespectful or to put your brother or sister down, you know, inside of the group. So constantly just making, you know, that atmosphere uh, known to, you know, everybody that's joining the group so we can keep it the positive experience that you have experienced and you know countless other people have experienced inside of the group so that would be you know one of the challenges if i had to you know declare one yeah because i thought for sure you was gonna say handling the messages because i know i done sent you a couple of direct messages and you, you got your personal account and you, you got this account and that so i know the the messages oh, is coming well, what did you say no, I said I thought you was going to say direct messages because I, I know you get so many direct messages because I don't sent direct messages and I, I know handling this account and your personal account and, you know, the other accounts that you involved in trying to answer everybody's questions and, you know, approve them all and all these things. I, I know you guys stay busy with that. So, so uh, again, my next question is, you know, what, what are your future plans for, for the BIN group? Are, are you guys looking at maybe doing like a, a, a seminar in, in a state or a city somewhere and just kind of getting all the black nonprofits together to like a networking event? Well, right now our plan for uh, BIN is to keep it, you know, uh, on Facebook and continue to have it as a, a free resource for everyone that's uh, in the nonprofit sector. Um, outside of Blacks and Nonprofits, our bigger umbrella is the National Nonprofit Minority Association. Okay. And that's an opportunity for, you know, um, everybody at BIN to step up and be a part of something greater. Uh, our national movement to bring us together so we can continue the excellent work in our communities. But we're now equipped financially, emotionally um, with the backings of um, you know, your fellow brothers and sisters and also being able to have, you know, those networking events that you mentioned. Uh, we're rolling out to a couple of different states, uh, seven this year, and then we'll finish our rollout each year with additional states. So you can have an opportunity to be a part of something, um, you know, on a national level and have monthly meetups where you can meet up with other African-Americans that are, you know, in the nonprofit sector and have those in-person meetings because it's so important to have those interactions. Uh, With the virus and, you know, everybody just now getting off of, uh, you know, being uh, quarantined, uh, we'll be able to start putting those uh, live events on the map. So as of right now, uh, everything has been on a kind of on hold, kind of postponed moment, but Uh we will... Um, be able to start releasing some of those dates for uh, conferences. So yes, 
Um, we will be able to attend an all-black conference that's led by all-black instructors that are, you know, doing amazing things in the nonprofit sector because it's important to see people in leadership roles that look like you. And it's a lack of, so we are trying to come in and, and fill that void and um, we'll do so uh, in the right time. Okay. I, I do know, um, you know, in, in your live that you had, you also mentioned, you know, the, the purpose of the group and what we need to focus on is being able to, you know, reach the higher ups, you know, whether it be, you know, sponsors, corporate sponsors or somebody, you know, it, it's about, you know, making our place in, in the industry. So with, with that said, do, do you feel like sometime in the future you, you would, you know, invite sponsors into the group and, and you know, let corporate sponsors or, or any other organization that, that want to sponsor, you know, blacks and nonprofit or something like that, where they can just come into the group and kind of, you know, see the different nonprofit organizations and, you know, see if they connect or join, or would you just want to keep it strictly on a nonprofit basis? Um, as far as the nonprofit basis, the group is open to anyone in the nonprofit sector. So we have not limited to, you know, any certain um, type of, uh, you know, level within the nonprofit structure. Of, of course, uh, people that are just starting off in the nonprofit world, of course, people that have nonprofits, and most definitely people that provide a service to nonprofits. So they would fall under the people that provide a service to nonprofits. And if they're, you know, wanting to provide sponsorships or things like that to the nonprofits, um, they would need to have a conversation with me because I have to be a protector of the people that are in the group and make sure that, you know, people are vetted properly. Okay. Uh, not everyone has the best attention. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to protect ourselves and make sure that the people that are, you know, getting in front of uh, Blacks and nonprofits are legit and that they are, um, you know, there to help uh, the growth of nonprofits um, to take us to the next level. So yeah. um, definitely welcome anybody that, um, you know, wants to be a part of it and, and will help, you know, us further get to our goal. Yeah. Well, well Dr. Rowe, I, I definitely want to say again, I really appreciate you taking this call. I, I appreciate you uh, a lot and some time for us to, you know, ask you a couple of questions and I definitely appreciate what you're doing with, with the group. Um, like I said, I myself ha had learned a lot, you know, just, you know, interacting with people within the group. So, you know, if, if it's anything out there that you need from me or need from our organization or whatever the case may be, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you know, we, we're, we're open and willing to do anything we can to push this group forward because it, it's something real positive and it's something that we definitely really, really need it. And I know it's a lot more people that's going to start joining and, and, and coming to be a part of this and, I like the structure of the, of the page and how you're running it. It's very professional. It's, it's intact. And, you know, you can just go into the, the search menu and, and type in anything about nonprofit and it's there. So I, I thank you for that. And like I said, again, if there's anything you need from Bond with the Vet, please don't hesitate to reach out. Oh, thank you. And I definitely appreciate you having me on today. Uh, make sure everybody stay positive and stay blessed. And, uh, we will get through this together. Oh yes, we we, we definitely will. You, you you got a website or any information that you want to you know shout out to the people while you on? Sure, uh, you can definitely find us at the 
National Nonprofit Minority Association.com. Also on Instagram, we're at National Nonprofit Minority Association. And then if you would like to be a part of our amazing Facebook community, you can jump on Facebook and join us at Blacks and Nonprofits on Facebook. And I will definitely give you a warm welcome. Thank you, Dr. Rowe. You, 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 you just don't know how valuable you are. So, again, for everybody out there that's listening, you know, we, we have to respect and uplift women like this that's out here doing the works of, of millions by themselves. So, again, we, we want to say we appreciate you, and thank you for taking a call, and, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Okay. Thank you, and uh, have a wonderful day. You do the same. Bye-bye. So that was just a little bit from, from Dr. Rowe. Um, and, and like I said, I, I can go on and on and on about the things that she's doing for, for the blacks and nonprofits. And, and it's just like, you know, a, a one-stop shop, you know, you go to that page and anything you want to know and learn about a nonprofit organization is there. So I, I don't feel like it's an excuse for anybody who who's trying to start a nonprofit to say they just don't know how, because I'm talking about from, from start to ending, everything is there. So, so if you ever consider, you know, being a help in your community, you ever had an idea, a, a, a nonprofit to, to help a situation that's not being addressed, or you feel like you can be of assistance to someone with a nonprofit, please go check out this group. Go just, you know, mix and mingle, ask questions, learn, you know, get to know people because it's so much information on that platform that, that man, like, like every nonprofit should, should be strong and, and running to, to a ability where all their goals and, and, and all the things that they're trying to accomplish are being reached because this is just one of the spots that you just have to say, everything is right here. I don't, I don't have to go nowhere. I don't, I don't have to, you know, spend time researching on Google or YouTube, even though it's good to do your own research and it's good to know what you're talking about. But I'm telling you, this group has so many people in it from, you know, different cities, different states, you know, that's done experience the things that you're going through that can help you, you know, resolve the issues, can help you get over barriers and all kind of stuff. So, if you want to do anything as far as the nonprofit sector, Dr. Rowe and, and, and the group BIN or the National Nonprofit Minority Association and things like that, these, these are definitely things that you, you really should take your time, study, learn, understand, and, and just, just reach out. All right, again, you know, this topic was basically just uh, addressing, you know, the nonprofit sector. Um Bond with the vet, let's address it. We we try to address any and everything. And, and I wanted to address the nonprofit because I felt like it's a serious matter. And, and I've really learned a lot. I've met a lot of new people. And I just wanted to share the experience that I had with Dr. Rowe. You know, all, all it took for me was just to send her a message. And, and she replied to the message, you know, even though she has 7,000 plus followers, she still took time to reply to the message and, and, and help and guide. And just like, you know, taking this phone call for this podcast, like she, she got a million other things she could be doing, but she want to, you know, make sure 
she's putting out a positive message and a positive image to all nonprofit. It's not about showing favoritism. It's not about doing this person a favor or that person a favor. Like she said, we're all in a group. We're, we're all one. So in order for us to unite and make things happen, we, we got to work with each other. And that's definitely what that group is doing. We, we working with each other. So any one of them guys in that group can call me at any time and I'm willing to offer whatever advice I have, just like, you know, Dr. Rose, she's willing to offer any advice she have or anybody else in that group. So if you're ever thinking about a nonprofit, please start with following that group, get in contact with Dr. Rowe, you know, join the national nonprofit minority society, just anything, you know, to get yourself involved in the movement that they have going on over there. I thank you guys for listening. You know, I, I want you guys to take everything that we saying and, you know, just use them as tools to, to, to build and, and better prosper. Um, of, of course, we, we're not the answer to everything, but we're going to keep trying to bring you the information that you need with, with this podcast. We want to be able to reach out to the people that we can't go across the street and just talk to. So hopefully you guys continue to keep tuning in and we're going to keep giving you things that we feel like need to be addressed. And like always, if you ever need to contact me, you know, log on to the website, www.bondwiththevet.org. Log on to Instagram, bond with the vet. Log on to Facebook, bond with the vet. You know, my numbers are on all these platforms, the office numbers, the, you know, contacts for any one of the guys within the organization on the board. Like all this information is available to you. You know, our email addresses and everything. So, Please don't don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions, you have any concerns, if you have a problem, issue, like re- reach out to us. This is what we're here for. We, we're trying to, you know, bring this community impact to a whole nother level. We want you guys to understand that we're really here for you. So if you have any questions or anything you need to say, just give us a call. Uh, until next time. You know, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another podcast. You know, spread the word, send this message out, tell your friends, your families to listen. Everybody subscribe, log on, do whatever you have to do to keep pushing this forward because we have some big things in the working. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Talk to you soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.